Welcome to Curating the Curious, the podcast that celebrates staying curious in life and never settling into a box. Hosted by former elementary teacher, television actress, LA realtor, wine slinger, salesperson, waitress, family photographer, and forever student of life, me, Leanna Azzalini. I am squeaking this in before the weekends. I'm trying so hard to do this every week. It is, I can't even tell you how difficult it is for me to keep up with the recording, the editing, the scheduling people, the interviewing, the prepping. I'm loving it, but man, this is a lot. When I get it done though, it's honestly one of the joys of my life right now. So I'm not complaining, just, I don't know, putting it out there that I'm struggling. I have people ask me what they could do and thank me for the podcast. And the one thing I could say is share it, subscribe, rate, review. That's it, really. Tell your friends. And thank you to those who have, truly. I'm here though today and I really want to share some things that I've been focused on this past week. I really found myself going down this kind of tunnel of obsession with keeping up with all of the apps and responding to everybody on Facebook and getting in the clubhouse chats and talking, raising my hand, speaking, keeping up with my private messages. And I really, truly just hit a wall at the end of last week. I hit this wall and I really had to say, what am I doing? right now. I'm not getting all of my things done that need to get done for work because I'm spending so much time on these apps interacting with people. What is my true intention? Why am I spending this time? And I had to get really, really honest with myself. At first, my draw to Clubhouse was, oh my gosh, I'm getting to talk to people that I've only messaged for so long and this is so cool. And then it began growing into people asking me to speak in their rooms or me going in to see who was speaking and what was going on. And it started snowballing and becoming this other thing that I I didn't plan on it becoming. So I took myself off. I put myself in a clubhouse timeout for about four days so that I could get honest with myself on what I want to use these things for, why am I there, what is my true intention, and I ran across this TED Talk that I heard a long time ago that really, really hit me, and I wanted to share a little bit about it. It is a TED Talk with Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and he's an actor. He used to be on Third Rock from the Sun. He's now in films. He's a really phenomenal actor and an inspiring guy. But his TED Talk was called How Craving Attention Makes You Less Creative. And this TED Talk centered on two very powerful feelings that a lot of human beings experience. They're in opposite force of one another, but they're very powerful and they can take over you the more energy you put into them. And one is getting attention and the other is paying attention. And he went on to talk about how putting your energy into one of either of those choices will affect your life. 
social media has come out and it's brought this new ability for so many people to get more attention. It used to just be only the famous people, you know, but now social media has has brought this ability for people to put their work out there, their music, their art, what whatever they have and become in a way famous and become social media influencers, things like that. So it's brought this ability to get attention. And he talks about the unintended consequence can be that our creativity can become a means to an end. Instead of just loving what we're doing and loving what we're creating, we begin to use our creativity to get more attention. We're not putting that love of creating in there anymore. It's how much attention can I get for this thing that I'm about to post or that I'm about to say. I think one good way of measuring whether you're putting your things out there in order to get attention would be, do you feel anxiety when you don't get it? Do you post something out there in social media or do you do a talk on Clubhouse and you don't get a bunch of follows after and you feel anxiety? Then you might need to check in with yourself and see what your intention is. Was your intention to spread something beautiful that you loved or was your intention to get attention? He also makes the point that social media and technology is not the enemy. That's not the enemy, but they do sell attention and they do create an addiction to getting attention. And just like with any addiction, it's never enough. Oh, you finally got to 10,000 followers. Now you want 20. You finally got to 500 followers on Clubhouse. Now you want a thousand. It's never enough. The addiction to getting attention can take over you if you don't keep yourself in check. But then, on the other hand, we have the ability to pay attention. And this can be a really powerful feeling. And when you pay attention and you put your mind and your attention on something that's really grabbing you and pulling you in, that creates flow. And when you're in a state of flow, There's very little that feels more fulfilling than that. The more regularly you go in search of this state of flow with your work, the more fulfilled you're going to be. You're fulfilling yourself. You're not looking for outside validation. When I take out my tripod and set up my camera and do self-portraits, I enter a state of flow. When I sit down and prep these episodes and record them, I enter a state of flow. And it brings me to this happy place. I'm not even getting paid for this podcast right now, but it puts me in this state of flow and it makes me feel like I'm providing something of worth to maybe a few people. And that's better than any amount of attention you could ever receive being in that flow. So I want to ask, what do you do that quiets the noise of the world and brings you to that place of flow, that place where everything else melts away Do more of that. That is the road to fulfillment. Another important aspect on all of this is to focus on others as people to collaborate with instead of seeing anybody as competition. There is enough to go around for everyone. You don't have to compete with anyone in any way. You join forces. You find the people 
who are good at what you do. You find the people who are leaders in what you do and you join forces. You collaborate. There is no competition if you live in a world of abundance and not lack. If you find yourself feeling competitive towards others, you've got to get honest with yourself. Do I believe that there is enough for everyone? Do I see the world through eyes of abundance? If you don't currently see the world through eyes of abundance, that's something that you can change. That's something that you can truly focus on and work on. And I think that the best ways to do that are by finding those people that might make you feel a little bit jealous or competitive and look at why they make you feel that way. Go find what you look up to that they do that is somehow threatening you and find ways to applaud it. Find ways to lift them up and tell them how great they are. And I swear to you, those feelings of competitiveness will start to melt away if you work at it long enough. This is something that I started to do years ago when I found myself feeling competitive with others and threatened by other people's success or other people's beautiful work that I wasn't doing. I started applauding people. And at first, I'll have to be honest, it wasn't always coming from a sincere place in my heart. I was kind of forcing myself, but it works. And eventually you round this corner where you start to really actually believe these things and you start to see how good it makes them feel, you feel, and the beauty that it brings to your life to lift others up. So this is something that can be worked on. And I believe that everybody can see this world through abundant eyes. I really do. The bottom line is though, if your creativity is driven by a desire to get attention, you will never be creatively fulfilled. Those are his words and they are spot on. And all that really boils down to is seeking fulfillment, right? And I ran across this other podcast from Oprah, one of my favorite people, and she did an episode on fulfillment and I was listening to it and I just, she just knows how to put things in a way that drive things home. The one thing that she said that really hit me was what we're all truly seeking in life is freedom. We all just want freedom. We want a life without constraint, a life without conflict, without fear, without judgment. We're all pretty much seeking the same type of thing in life, just in different ways. We all want to feel fulfilled by what we do each day. We want to lay our heads down on our pillow at night and think about the day and think about what we've done and feel that it mattered and feel that there was something good about it. I'm going to read this quote by Oprah that really encompasses everything that I believe in. The divine force at work within all of us has a bigger dream for you than you could ever imagine for yourself. Success comes when you surrender to that dream and allow it to lead you to the next best place. For me, this quote means to surrender to the fact that you don't know what you're supposed to do in this world yet. You don't really know your true, true purpose in life, all the things that you'll end up doing. But if you trust that there is a higher purpose for you and that you can find it by doing the things that you love, you're going to be led to the next best place every time you open your mind to it. And this does flow into living that curious life. Where is my joy? taking me? Where is my interest taking me? How can I let that bring me to unfold into the next best move in my life? 
I've actually been asked by a lot of people, you know, oh, are you making money doing this podcast? Oh, how is it going? How are your numbers? How many people are listening? And I really, I have to say, I'm not focused on making money right now. Would I like to eventually? That would be amazing because I really need to pay an editor. Because I don't have time to do all this. And I need to be able to pay to have someone help me schedule guests and, and all of those things. But to be quite honest, I don't have my mind on those things right now. I'm putting one foot in front of the other. And I'm focused on kind of using myself in the best way to bring a light to the world in a time when I needed it and I feel like other people needed it. And that's all I can say right now. I don't know. I have no idea what my end goal is for this podcast. No clue. I'm following my heart and allowing it to lead me to the next best step in my life. You don't always have to have this clear-cut path drawn out for yourself. You can just know that you're following something. You're following that feeling that's taking you to the next and keep going with that. And that brings me to this story that Oprah was telling in this episode, how every morning before she would go to tape her show years ago when she was on TV, she would take the elevator every day by herself down to tape the show. And it wasn't a long ride, but she would take that time to herself in order to focus on her intention. And every day it was the same thing. She wanted to bring the very best of herself to both the guests and the audience. And she would say the same prayer then that she says now before every Super Soul podcast interview. And her prayer was this, use me, God, show me how to take who I am, who I want to be, and what I can do, and use me for a purpose greater than myself. She didn't have a clear-cut goal besides using her gifts in any way that she could for a purpose greater than herself. And I feel like artists, whenever we want to do anything creative with our art, that's kind of what we truly want. We can be distracted by things like social media and likes and follows and all of that stuff. But the deeper purpose, how do you get back to that? And Oprah's advice is focus on service over success. It's kind of like pay attention rather than get attention. It's how can you help others instead of having your your mind on the bottom dollar or the amounts of likes and follows? What are the gifts that you can share to raise the collective consciousness of all that you encounter? So really get honest with yourself and ask yourself, what is your true dream? Like the big one, that one thing that you know you would do If you knew it would work out, what is that thing you would do truly? And how can you use the gifts that you know you have and get yourself there? How can you better other people's lives by doing that thing? When we shift from self to service, we can find the way to actually reach our dreams. I truly, truly believe it. And that's why I'm just doing this and I'm trying to shift from self to service by doing this podcast for free and and taking all these hours editing and interviewing and all of that because I feel this path. I don't quite know where I'm going, but it feels really good and that's it. It doesn't have to be that complicated. I truly believe with all of my heart that if your intention Your deep inner intention is to somehow bring light to others. 
you will never, ever fail. I truly believe it. You might not know where you're going, but if you keep following that intention to somehow lift others, help others, bring bring others up, you will not fail. Instead of getting attention, pay attention. Instead of focusing on self, focus on service. It will not steer you wrong. The world is abundant. There is enough for everyone. You can lift others up and they will not leave you sitting in the dust. Trust me. Connect with the people that you look up to. Collaborate with them. Work with them. Lift them up. There is no competition, especially if you're following your true intention to give service over self. I've been on both sides of the coin, and I can honestly tell you the higher road is the best road. You don't want to be on that road where you see the world through lack. Trust me, it does not feel good. I've been to both, and I'm sticking on the higher ground. So whoever wants to come with me, come along. I am open to making friendships and collaborating with anybody who has true, true intentions. And now that I've been preaching for 20 minutes on all of these positive things, I got to tell you, this has turned my week around. I've had a really crappy week and I've had kind of a bad attitude this week. And (laughs) I think that's another reason why I wasn't recording until today because my head was not in the right place. And I put my intention towards talking about this positive thing that I wanted to share and it's changed everything for me. So again, I want to be totally transparent all the time because I'm human. We're all human. Sometimes I I feel myself saying to myself, oh gosh, you're not always good at this. Why are you giving this advice? But to be honest, I do have a lot of experience with this stuff, both good and bad, and I just want to share it all. So hopefully I've, I've helped a few people today to see things a little bit differently. I know, you know, life has been real weird for a long time and we've just got to feed our minds with the best quality ingredients right now and positivity and love light and truth, both good and bad. So I hope I did that for you a little bit today. Thank you so much for listening and sharing and subscribing. And as always, stay curious.